I want to start today by reading a passage from the book of Colossians. This is the Apostle Paul. He says, I became a servant of the church according to God's commission that was given to me for you. To make the word of God fully known. To present to you the mystery that has been hidden throughout the ages and generations, but has now been revealed to you. To us, God chose to make known the riches of the glory of this great mystery, which is, and I'm going to stop there and let the mystery remain a mystery. I think it was two months ago, maybe a bit longer ago, that I talked about one of the primary characteristics of thriving or flourishing Christ communities all throughout history. And it was this, that they recognized and responded appropriately to the authority of Christ. Does anyone remember me talking about that? Okay, a few of you, good. Some of you had questions and even concerns about what does that mean? I mean, that isn't real popular language in our POMO culture, is it? Surrendering to authority of any kind. What does it mean to surrender, to recognize, respond appropriately to the authority of Christ? Sometimes when something is difficult to understand, it's best to take a step back and approach it from a different angle, right? Ever do that? It doesn't always work. But it's, it's a good practice to do. Let's, let's approach this from a different angle. So I will start with this question. Who or what is the authority in your life right now? Who or what is in charge of your life right now? Is Charles in charge of your days and your nights? That's an obscure 80s sitcom reference. It did exist, right? That wasn't just something I imagined. Did, has anyone seen Charles in Charge or, or is familiar with it? Okay. <clears throat> One of the strangest songs, you know, every TV show in the 80s had a song. I think a lot of them do now as well. It was, it was strange though. Charles in Charge of our days and our nights. Charles in Charge of our wrongs and our rights. And I sing, I want... I want Charles in charge of me. Is that odd? <laughs> it's bizarre. I don't, frankly, I don't even know how well the family even knew Charles. So it is many layers of, of oddity in that. Who is in charge? I'm assuming it's not Charles. Who is in charge of your life right now? Who or what is calling the shots? For human beings, 
The answer to that question depends on the situation. It changes from day to day, sometimes moment to moment, right? In my life, sometimes my ego is in charge. Sometimes my logic, my intellect is calling the shots and running the show. Sometimes it's my theology, my understanding of the Bible or someone else's understanding of the Bible that I've adopted that is the authority in my life, at least in that moment. Sometimes someone else is calling the shots in our lives. Maybe it's our spouse, our parents, our kids. How many have experienced that over the past two weeks? Sometimes, sometimes it's a, a script, a life script that we've been given from some other person or some other group. Maybe it was our church. And that is the authority that is steering the ship of our lives. Sometimes it's my insecurity or my fear of rejection or my fear of failure that is the authority in my life. Sometimes it's my pain body. For those of you who are familiar with that term, for those of you who are not, pain body is, is, is basically an accumulation of all the old wounds and painful life experiences that I did not fully face and accept. And over time, they build up. and They kind of coalesce and come together, kind of think of some sci-fi movie where things just come together and sort of take a life on of their own. They become this energetic entity within me, and this pain body feeds on more pain, more negativity to sustain itself. This may be a new term. You may be thinking, what is this pain body about? But I guarantee you've probably experienced it. Has there ever been a moment where something triggers a strong emotion in you? All of a sudden you become really angry or very jealous. Or you become anxious or fearful. And it's almost like something else takes over. Takes the control board. Just a name for that is pain body. Sometimes it's my desires that are running my life. My desire to be right. My desire to win. My desire to be successful, whatever that means. I think you get the point. There are many, many different authorities in our lives. And that's why we often feel a little lost, uncentered ungrounded, fragmented. Do you ever feel like you're being pulled in all of these different directions? That's because you are. All of these authorities have different agendas for you. Different desired outcomes. The great invitation of the Christian faith is to surrender to one supreme authority. The authority of Christ. It's an invitation to a cohesive life. It sounds like enslavement, but it's really emancipation from all these other authorities. 
It's an invitation to wholeness. Freedom from fragmentation to be grounded, no longer tossed to and fro, depending on who's in charge that day. The interesting thing about this invitation to encounter and surrender to the authority of Christ is there is a progression. I've said this a number of times that the central narrative or the core story of the Christian faith is the story of Jesus. And in the story of Jesus, we see this progressive invitation. And one of the great tragedies is that we don't follow the progression to the very end and accept the final invitation, which is, I think, the most important. So the story of Jesus begins with Christmas. We just celebrated Christmas. And in the beginning of this story, Christmas, we encounter Emmanuel, Christ with us. Christ with us. And then the story continues, and then we meet Rabbi Jesus. And this is Christ to us. Christ presenting the wisdom of God to us. Spiritual insight to us. Presenting the way of Jesus, the way of love and peace to us. This is Christ with us, Christ to us. Then we come to the Easter story. And we encounter Christ for us. Christ suffers for us. Christ dies for us. Christ pays our debts for us. And then we come to the ascension in the story. And we encounter Christ above us. Or Christ takes his position where the scriptures tell us he is above all power, all authority, all dominion on earth and in heaven. So Christ isn't just above us, Christ is above all. But then there's one more invitation. And that's Pentecost. And that's where we encounter Christ within us. Christ within us. Colossians 1, 25. God has commissioned me to present to you the word of God in its fullness. The mystery that has been kept hidden for ages and generations, but it's now disclosed to us. God has commissioned me to make known to you the glorious riches of this great mystery, which is Christ in you. Christ in you. If you've been hanging around the church for longer than you know, a year, you've definitely heard that term. At least I hope. Christ in you. What is Paul saying here? This could be a whole message series unto itself, but the first thing Paul is saying is to fully understand and encounter the Word of God in its fullness. First thing we need to understand is the Word of God is not this. It's not the Bible. I'll let that shake people up a little bit, and then I'll say this. This, this book, the Bible, tells us that the Word of God is Jesus. Christ is the Word of God. So, uh, Karl Barth, one of the most brilliant theologians of the 20th century, maybe of all time, says, Christ is the Word of God, 
This is the word about the word of God. I agree with him. So to understand and encounter the fullness of the word of God, first thing we need to understand is the word of God is Christ. So to understand and fully encounter the fullness of Christ, what is Paul saying? We need to encounter Christ in you. This is a great mystery, Christ within you. Most people don't understand it. Most people have not experienced it. And here's the thing. Most most of our Christian experiences stop with Easter. Most Christians haven't experienced Christ in us. And it's really the point. This is the great mystery. This is the culmination of the good news Paul is explaining. And here is, if we start to put pieces of the puzzle together, Christ has been given all authority on earth and in heaven, and Christ is in you. Ponder that for a week or a year. So, to be surrendered to the authority of Christ means we are aware of Christ within. And then we live in harmony with that space, that part of us, that mysterious realm within us that is merged and mingled with the divine. Some of you are like, that's old news. Some of you are like, what are you talking about? This is the mystery that has been revealed to us. I guess my question is, has it been revealed to you? Spiritual maturity, spiritual growth is in large part growing in our awareness, our ability to be able to tell when Christ in you is in charge and when your ego is in charge. A large portion of spiritual maturity and spiritual growth is this this gift of discernment, this ability to be able to detect when my pain body has now become the authority in my life. Or when the script that so-and-so gave me for my life is now running this show. To be able to discern the difference when something other than Christ in me has taken the control board. Greg Boyd, I know some of you are familiar with Greg Boyd. He's an American pastor, theologian, quite brilliant. He wrote a comment on Twitter last week that I love. He says this, One of the surest signs that you're engaging in authentic prayer is that on a fairly regular basis, you become aware that you're not. Repeat it. One of the surest signs that you're engaging in authentic prayer is that on a fairly regular basis, you become aware that you're not. Prayer is, many of us will have different understandings of prayer, but it's not primarily about talking to God or listening to God, although both of those are important aspects of our prayer lives. 
Prayer is ultimately a resonance. A state of being in resonance with Christ within. Or as one of my spiritual directors told me, prayer is entering into that space within you. Deep, deep within you where Christ is waiting to commune with you. So, if prayer is this resonance with Christ in you, then I would rephrase what Greg Boyd is saying. One of the surest signs that you have actually experienced, encountered Christ in you, is that on a fairly regular basis, you become aware that you're not in harmony with Christ in you. Does that make sense? Someone was talking to me a couple weeks ago and asked for my opinion. I gave them a comment, and then I said this. But I should tell you, I'm not really in tune with the Spirit of Christ right now, so take that for what it's worth. And they looked at me kind of puzzled, and I'm not sure if the puzzlement was, what are you even talking about? Or if the bewildered look was, you're a pastor, aren't you paid to be in tune with Christ like 24-7? It's your job. If you meet someone who is always in a state of being in tune with the Spirit of Christ, I, I, w- I would encourage a healthy suspicion and cynicism. Because none of us are. Spiritual growth is this increasing ability to be able to discern when we are and when we are not in tune with the authority of Christ within. And as we grow, we become better. We become quicker at discerning this. And then the rest of the spiritual growth journey is learning how to readjust and realign. Because remember, it's not just about being aware It's not just about recognizing the authority of Christ within. It's about responding appropriately, living in harmony. I have a friend who is one of those people, it doesn't matter what the situation, if anything goes awry, he immediately demands, who's in charge? I want to speak to the one in charge. Do you have a friend like that or a relative like that? I mean, the wrong meal comes out, the poor waiter That's it. Who's in charge? I want to speak to someone with authority. I'm just like, just just take it down a notch. Like, checking in the hotel, something's off. That's it. Who's in charge? (laughs) You know someone, right? And and if you're not laughing, you're probably that person, right? (laughs) What's so funny about this? (laughs) Well, I would encourage, I have two challenges First, those of you who, who have a vague understanding of what I'm talking about, I would encourage you this week to, to, you know, once or twice a day, just stop and say, wait a second, who's in charge? Who's, who's in authority in my life right now? Is it my insecurity again? And those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, I would encourage you to just be honest with God. Just say, God... I don't know what that guy was talking about. Do I even need to understand what he was talking about? Maybe he's wrong. But if this is something that I should understand, if this is something that is part of the Christian faith that I should experience, God, can you help me understand it? And more importantly, if it's something that I should experience, can you help me experience it? 
And then just be open. And just pay attention. Because I've found God will... Sometimes it'll be through the strangest sources that you will get these clues and nudges and promptings. 